All right. Welcome back, fam, to the Back Row Bros podcast, where the business in the front meets the party in the back. Today, we got Austin, Zach, Colton, and myself, Joel. We're going to be talking about a new segment called Injury Report, in which we discuss an injury uh, in the National Football League, some of our favorite players, and we're going to talk about how physical therapy is involved in the treatment of those injuries. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> you get back on the topic. How are you, people? Back row bros. All right, bros. We're live. Thanks for that uh, intro. Was that was that at your best Ed Ogeron impersonation? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Go Tigers. All right, um, we're going to start off with the uh, injury report, as um, our, our bro Joel mentioned. Um, so let's go ahead and send in that new sound effect we got. All right. Well, if um, you've been on Instagram or Twitter or anything in the last couple of weeks, you've probably seen a pretty disgusting photo, and that is of Antonio Brown's feet. That's mm. uh, he posted it on his story. You, all you see is just some some dry, crackling skin, man. It's not it's not pretty. It's not pretty. And it turns out that that was caused by a cryotherapy chamber incident in which he got severely cross frostbitten feet. And it's not great. It's ugly. It's not great. But so I found an article from triblive.com in which they kind of talk about this injury. And basically, um, this was done in France. And he stepped into like a, a metal chamber that goes down at negative 270 degrees, uh, frozen by nitrogen vapor. But they talked to Nick Hut- Huston. And he runs a cryotherapy center in Pittsburgh. And he said Antonio Brown wasn't wearing the right proper protection, obviously, because that's the only way this can happen. You're supposed to wear warm socks, protective boots, and gloves on your hand. But Antonio Brown is wearing none of this. I heard he wasn't wearing anything. Yeah, he wasn't wearing Just the yeah, no wearing, shoes at all. Yeah. And so that's what he says. He has no idea how that happened because that's usually double, triple checked before they get in the machine to prevent that because that's that's painful. That's not great. Not following protocol. Mm. You hate to see it. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, professional athletes do this. A lot of I've heard of um, like my own brother went to to one and he's no professional athlete. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Russell, you're still athletic. <laughs> um, but like, what do we know any research on like? crowd chambers and and what they claim to do versus what they actually do like why are people going to them so much these days i think athletes are just trying to get every advantage that they can get so you know even if there's not evidence they're trying to stay ahead of the evidence so cryo chamber is just another way that they can do that and it's kind of the fad right now yeah i've uh, read a book biography by this guy linebacker from the NFL and he's just talking about like an NFL locker room when you go into it it's just like all these different aspects of healthcare. you'll see like some crazy western medicine like you'll see some Indian voodoos and stuff in there the Saints you know probably have some like 
crazy witch doctor stuff going on. I don't know. But. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Probably the bears. No, dude, no, absolutely not. The bears only practice evidence-based <laughs> stuff. But <laughs> I've just heard that, they'll, yeah, they will literally try anything to extend their life in the game. You know, they've only got this short amount of time to make all this cash, all this fame. That's yeah, true. Yeah, That's who's who's that really uh, jacked linebacker? Uh, he was, uh, you, you know who I'm talking about. Henderson. Jan- Harrison. James Harrison. Harrison. Yes, James He's an absolute beast. Yeah. And he's always doing, like, acupuncture, cupping therapy. He's trying to get any advantage he can. So, yeah. Um, Dudes in there hip thrusting like who, a thousand pounds. You know, yeah. And these athletes, they don't care about the evidence, but you know, for everyone who's not a professional athlete, uh, we'd like to use evidence behind all of our treatment. So, uh, do we have any update? Okay, or, or well, any research is, articles? That all right. So, we can talk about if we just start with um, the the um, resource that Austin brought to us. Uh, Last episode, I'm on the uh, PT Now Rehabilitation Reference Center, and it's under cryotherapy. So cryotherapy involves a, a lot of different things, but specific to cryo chambers, uh, they actually left that out of the review because um, one because it's under scrutiny for its safety. Yikes! Um, which uh, that's you know that's case that's in clear. point. Yeah. Uh, and also, the FDA does not recognize any medical benefits from cryotherapy chambers and does not regulate the devices. So, which, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't work just because the FDA doesn't doesn't say it does. But, and there's something to be said, too, about um, the placebo effect. You know, like these athletes, you know, if they feel like it's working, they're not going to stop doing it, especially if they, you know, like the way it makes them feel, so... It's all well and good. You just got to do it safe, apparently. Um, anybody else? Let, okay. Let's talk about this article I found on Medical News Today, just just as a, to make the point on what um, some of the claims that, that they make are the benefits of using a cryo chamber. So this article on Medical News Today listed the following benefits, pain relief, muscle healing, weight loss, uh, they said it reduces inflammation. They said it prevents dementia and prevents and treats cancer, both of which they said it was basically done uh, because it decreases your inflammation. It reduces anxiety and depression, improves symptoms of eczema, and treats migraine headaches. So, miracle. That's, yeah. yeah so, it sounds like we only need to use cryotherapy. We should probably take out every other life. medicine. Okay practices and just do you think uh people who live in like the arctic circle do you think that they like live longer mm-hmm. than us they, because yeah. of the colder weather <laughs> they're just constantly <laughs> we're just the sorry people down here suffering from this awful heat <laughs> feels like it at least yeah <laughs> i wonder if cryotherapy chambers how much how expensive are they like i wonder if like it'll be kind of like a sauna in the future like you know, your average day rec center might have yeah. a cryotherapy, like, sauna area. Yeah. I've never done it. I, but would you do it? I would definitely I do think it. I would definitely do it. <laughs> Just make sure you wear your boots. Yeah. 
and your just gloves. Just don't and learn from, yeah, I mean, I learn know from Antonio Brown. <laughs> just regular ice-cold water. Water feels so good after, like, a hard workout or something like that. But what if you just intensified it to a specific area? Mm-hmm. It sounds perfect. It sounds like a great modality. I'm going to wrap up this injury report real quick with a little bit of a prognosis for our friend Antonio Brown. Dr. Matt Burnett is a certified chiropractic sports medicine specialist. And like what he says is that cryotherapy is good. It's massive anti-inflammatory. And, but he says with specific to Antonio Brown's injury, he should have known that something was happening because your feet start to burn and tingle. So he should have known something was wrong and he went way past it. But he's saying that the depth and extent of the damage is going to determine his recovery time. So if it's a superficial frostbite, you're going to be like one to three weeks and he'll be back up to running. But if it's pretty severe and it looks severe, it could have killed some of the nerves. So he could have neuropathy in his feet. And then if he has that, there's no telling how that's going to affect his career. You won't be able to feel where your feet are underneath you when you're going up for a catch or anything. So That's crazy. We're going to see how it all turns out for our friend Antonio Brown. But knowing that, are you guys going to draft him? Fancy I was football? just thinking that. I just, I don't know. It sounds like a big risk. Yeah. But if you see him, risks. you watch him on Hard Knocks, he can still move. He can still move. But he's also got Helmet Gate going on. So. Oh, yeah, Helmet Gate. A lot of drama. What, is, what Does it say anything on the article about like treatment of frostbite, or is it just you just kind of like hope it grows back? I yeah. think there's some debris. I think you, yeah. some you're going to have to debris a little bit, but then. I didn't say anything in that article, but I remember watching Hard Knocks. They said you have to kind of let it come back slowly. You don't want to just introduce it to, like, fire <laughs> because you have to, like, let it like warm up naturally right. mm-hmm. and come back. So Okay. We'll see how it goes. We may have to do a follow-up update here in a we little while. We can do a follow-up. Yeah. It's crazy to think that that's, that can happen in the National Football League. Like, Well, it's France. Let's be real. Yeah. Why was he in France? I don't know. Come on, guy. I don't know Antonio Brown's life. All right, cryotherapy. <laughs> what else we got, boys? Yeah, so we just wanted to, since we're talking about cryo chambers, let's take a step back. Let's uh, let's refresh. Um, let's just talk about cryotherapy in general. So whether it's an ice pack or whether it's an ice bath, game ready, um, Bengay. That's not. That's not cryo. No. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about, you remember that one time with Bengay that you, uh, you, you picked your Bengay and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you talking about the powder? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, well, was it powder? Well, I don't I know which one was, you're talking there about. There was a, a wager on the line with a question. Oh, yeah. First year PT school. Yeah. And you suffered some consequences. That's happened. We'll leave that's, it at that. That's happened more than once. That it's actually happened twice. Oh, yeah. Because my cousins gave me this powder and they told me to, to uh, I thought it was baby powder and they're like, dude, it, it'll it, you know make you feel great down there. It did make me feel very good. And then I also lost a bet and had to put Bengay. That's beyond cryotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. All right, so I, I dusted off my first year um, modalities book. We're going to use that as uh, one of our references here. And the book states that when you're using cryotherapy, you're affecting the blood flow, okay? So you're causing vasoconstriction, decreasing blood flow to the area, all right? Which another thing they listed was in turn, because of that, you're decreasing metabolism and inflammatory agents in the area, 
where the cryotherapy was applied, all right? And then um, it also has analgesic effects. So that's what we're being taught is the, basically those three things, which make sense when you kind of think about the physiology behind it. But going back to that rehab reference center, um, it looks like from at least the sources on that webpage that there's conflicting evidence for basically everything except for analgesic effects, short-term analgesic effects. So... Well, that's kind of what we've also been taught, too, is that you're never doing this for long-term. Like, you're going to get the benefits of 20 minutes when they leave the clinic. They're going to feel good leaving the clinic so they don't hate us. And or, that's about it. Yeah, or be able to do their therapy because right. their pain's reduced. So, yeah, definitely useful. And it's just, it's a big, I mean, it is a big anti-inflammatory. It's going to bring down that swelling a lot. Yeah, I do. I mean, we've all seen that. Yeah. So, I think it has its place, but maybe not as your main treatment. Yeah, I'm not going to stop using ice cryotherapy. Um, there's also that thing, um, you know, you can increase. Yeah, what was the threshold for that time? Like, I think we learned it. It was either minutes? I think it was 20 minutes, and I went when I went back and looked. It's when your tissue temperature drops below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, it switches from vasoconstriction to vasodilation mm-hmm. to warm up that area. So you can actually make so things worse. You can, yeah, so prolonged intense cryotherapy may actually increase swelling. So any listeners? Um, 15 minutes or less. Yeah, 15 minutes or less. What's the gap? Like, let's just say I have an ankle sprain or um, hyperextended my big toe, for instance, like I did a month ago. Um, I was doing 20 minute increments and I was doing it like every two hours. I think it's 15 minutes every, every two hours. Every two hours. Okay. That's what I thought. And never put the ice directly on your skin Mm -hmm. unless you want to be Antonio Brown, then I I guess go for it, but But whatever. I thought the ice, just a regular ice pack was fine, but if it's like an ice with alcohol or salt or salt. Yeah. You can't do that directly on skin. Homemade ice packs. Good to go. Yeah. Ones you buy from the store, you want something in between. Yep. What about um, what about cold water immersion? Did you guys do that when you when I you did. played football? Yeah, I did in cross country. It was terrible, but I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. <laughs> I loved the pain. We did what did y'all like about it? Well, like we would do it every Wednesday before Friday nights, and after just a long hot week of practice, nothing compared to that feeling of getting in there. I mean, you felt renewed in yeah. a way. I think yeah. just some mental fatigue would leave. It it was more ritual, I guess. All of us got in there at the same time, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a community thing. Yeah. Who can sit in the ice bath a long <laughs> <laughs> Well, it said that it was used to decrease delayed onset muscle soreness. Yes. So did you guys feel like that was the case? or I did, for sure. Whenever I was in cross-country, um, I would just be kind of achy, my joints and muscles. and So I'd get in the ice bath, and like Zach said, I'd feel renewed and just ready to go, ready to log some more miles. More of the analgesic effects, I guess. It just kind of like we do it right after a long run, and so uh, it would just kind of make you forget about the difficult workout you just did. All right, one last thing on on what I found on the the webpage – 
on the rehab reference center and we'll, we'll change the topic. Um, it said like, so from what I could tell, it probably doesn't contribute to physical performance. Um, at least not by influencing like muscle activation. It could be a result of like the analgesic effect that you're able to perform better. Um, but it wasn't necessarily proven in the research. And there was at least one study that found pre-cooling before an exercise did affect performance if you were exercising in a hot environment. Hmm. So that's, um, that's some of the main points that I found from that webpage. Go check it out if you're interested. Um, again, you, get on, you have to sign into your APTA account. So definitely, uh, if you're not a member of the APTA, go be a member of the APTA. We kind of made our argument for that last episode. Uh, go to PT now, click on the Rehab Reference Center tab, and uh, that's where I typed in cryotherapy to get this webpage. All right, we're going to do a, uh, a shout-out of the week. Joel, you were telling me uh, you had a buddy yeah. text you about Yeah, about I got a text uh, from one of my buddies, Andrew Williams. What's up, Andrew? Shout Hope out. you're listening. Uh, he went to the Alabama State Conference that's held every year. This year it was held up in Sanford. And uh, our professor, Dr. Jeremy Fletcher, was uh, giving a lecture up there, and uh, he shouted out the podcast, so we're very thankful for that. And, and he's kind of one of the reasons that we got this going, where, uh, is we were in him, one of his classes, and he was letting us kind of experiment with uh, ways that we wanted to learn, and this was one of the ways that emerged as uh, making a podcast. So thank you for initiating that and also plugging it in your lecture. So thank you. Yeah, not only do uh, do we appreciate that, um, we're going to keep asking for feedback, guys. <laughs> we're going to keep laying that on thick. Let stickers. Free <laughs> stickers. Wait, how do we get the stickers to the people who give us the feedback? If you missed last week's episode, here's how you get a free sticker. Comment on any of our... We're going to expand it a little bit. How's that? Comment on any of our um, posts on any uh, either Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, um, or give us a direct message telling us what topics you're interested in us talking about. That's really the main thing we want. And also, um, if you give us direct feedback, whether it's an Instagram post, uh, whether it's... You could actually go to Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast, and then in the comments, give us some feedback. We would absolutely love that. And then we just need your address. We'll just we'll just mail you a sticker. Yep, it's on us. On us. Here's a good, quick way to give us some feedback. Like, have you ever done cryotherapy? Yes. How do you feel about it? Tell us your experience. That's something I want to know. Yeah. Let us hear it. Awesome. Help us help you. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to draft Antonio Brown? Yeah, give give me some uh, give me some advice for fantasy because I came in last last year, supposedly. I don't know. I was named last place, even though it didn't show I was in last place <laughs> on our fantasy page. Yeah, last place, unspoken. Who actually? We we're not really sure who came in last place. I well, got it wasn't Zach though. <laughs> it's just kind of a tie for both of y'all. You both were so bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Hey, it's good. This is a new year. It's a new year, new me. Me and Colton have prepped. Yeah. Both of us. I yeah. know we have. It's we should just make an alliance yet. so we could be like yes. top two. or middle. I would settle for middle of the pack. Yes. I just don't want to be scrounging around at the bottom. 
Hopefully the commissioner will let us trade between ourselves, help us out a little bit. There was no ban on trades last year. Yeah, we just suck. We were stingy. <laughs> we were stingy last year. Nobody trade. You made you you made a trade. I made multiple trades. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't on me. But this year is different. All right, I got a question. You're gonna give. I'm gonna get a drum roll going. Okay. Give us your fake sponsor of the episode. Fake sponsor of the episode. Uh, Rogue Fitness. Rogue Fitness is a giant Olympic weightlifting distributor. Uh, They are the kings of fitness, if you ask me. Whoa. They should immediately hire you for their marketing team. Kings of fitness. Their name is out there. You see the word rogue, and you're thinking heavyweights. You're thinking athlete. Yes. You're thinking fitness. I'm thinking CrossFit games. Yes. Rogue is... Yes, elite. Yes, weight set. And I would love to get my hands on all their rigs mm. and their weight sets. Just send me a barbell. I want my downstairs to be rogue. Rogue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go rogue with rogue. Yes. You won't see me ever again because I'll just be pounding out in my man cave with rogue. <laughs> And I'm going to come out, everybody's going to be like, Zach went into He's gone rogue. He went into a rogue cocoon and emerged a five-star Superman athlete with rogue on his chest. uh, That was a solid fake sponsor. Dude, speaking of fake sponsors, uh, I I went to get the Adidas, but... The shoe I wanted were out, so I I did wind up getting some cloud on. So Ooh. I'll be able to give a review nice. about those running shoes. I'll here be anxious soon. to hear that. So, uh, I got the cloud flow, so hopefully they'll help me with the triathlon training coming Heck up. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Thanks, cloud on. We can kind of keep keep track of how your triathlons training going. So where are you at right now? Let's go ahead and start that. Where are you at right now? I am. I'm mainly focused on swimming right now, but because my swimming stinks. But uh, I'm up to where I can do like 300 yards consecutively without stopping in the pool. So I'm halfway to where the uh, I have to do 600 yards on race day. So I'm halfway to that distance, and so I think it's attainable. When I first started, I could barely do 50 yards without having to stop and feel like I was drowning. So it's coming together. It's you just got to put the time in in the pool, I think, and it the breathing will come to you. So, and you have till October, October 19th. Yep, yeah, we're gonna keep getting updates on that for sure. All right, um, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we end this episode? If anyone's still listening, this is the time where your feedback would be awesome. I mean, we could we could talk about uh, what you guys wanted us to talk about. Trey is not here. Miss you, buddy. Miss Trey. Where are we going in September? Are we still going to Chicago? Dude, we're going to Tuscaloosa to help Austin. Dude, the problem with Chicago (laughs) is I'm (laughs) going to be out of town on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. The first weekend. Yeah, the first of the week. I'm booked the second weekend, so it would have to be in the middle of the week, but flights don't happen. Working wives to not really miss us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would totally be down. It's just... I want to get in the woods. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Smokies? I just want to go not hot. Yeah. I think Smokies in September is going to be 
pretty ideal. I just saw someone who actually went to LeConte. Oh my gosh. It's it's a different place. It's different than when we went in yeah. December. It looks incredible. We gotta Were go they back staying to at the lodge? Uh, no, they just hiked up to it and had pictures up there, and it was so green. And they went Alum Cave, too, and the cave looked different. I don't know, just the pictures around that cave looked different. So we need to go back. Yeah, so we went. Let's do it. We, let's do it. We, we went in uh, December last year, and we started the, the hike. There was some snow on the ground. We got to the top of the mountain, and it was, like, knee-deep in some Narnia. places. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was super pretty. We got separated. You guys uh, left me. I thought I was going to get lost and die. A mouse um, crawled over Colton's yes. face. That was Zach. Zach's oh, yeah. Face. Second night, mouse on the face. Austin, you up. coming this year? You coming this time? No, I've been telling you I have to move. Th- that we'll, only takes a day or two. So we'll, we'll just help Austin move in like a day, and that way he can come. Yeah, are you not moving during the weekend? No. In the middle of the week? This yeah, is where you start to learn that Lauren will take care of everything. Well, the, so <laughs> once you get everything inside, all yeah. you got to do is get inside the walls. Well, so with the first weekend of the break, we have Caroline's wedding. Yes. Mm. And then the second weekend, Bama plays at home. Well, we'll be back before that. Yeah, it would be it'd be like two so nights. I'm moving, I'm moving during the middle of the week. Okay. You can't have that Monday, much stuff to move. You'll be done Monday, Tuesday. We'll leave Wednesday morning be back saturday morning watch game day or something i don't know dude i cannot wait it's gonna be fun i can do it if we do it on like a wednesday thursday kind of deal. okay let's do it all we have to do is get online and make sure we have a reservation for the shelter and you can meet us in birmingham possibly yeah so we can really get things going if you're in tuscaloosa see what we can do Maybe uh, maybe we can post some pics if the bros go on a on a trip. We do an outdoor podcast. We need Trey. We could talk go. about it. We need Trey to go for sure. He would. That Trey's would be not funny. Let's be real, guys. He's probably got is a birthday. he even a back row bro? He's anymore? got a birthday. Oh. He's got a birthday that week. <laughs> the, 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 I thought I was in shape the first time we hiked up Alum Cave Trail, and I was gassed. So I'm gonna have to actually. I'm gonna have to start training now that we. If we're gonna decide on going there, I need to start yeah. getting in shape. For hiking up, you better hill. start getting your evidence base on the quickest way to get in shape. I'm doing stair climber, man. High That's the well. I'm going stair I'm climber going, or running, running on the treadmill at like an incline, just for hours. Then you'll be set. I gotta get all my. I don't. I don't know. I think I have any kind of camping camping gear. I didn't really when I started. I don't know. I got I need. extra pack pad sleeping bag, just for you. And really, in the summer, you can straight up wear tennis shoes. Yeah. And shorts and t-shirts. And we're use if we're staying in shelters. And hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. If it rains. We're all screwed if it rains. I'm more so if you it. didn't have a pack cover and a rain jacket. Yeah. Dry sack. You gotta keep a dry sack. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say Allen Cave Trail route. Now we were saying five out of five stars last time. Now, going to Colorado, hiking out there in May and coming back, what's your five-star rating? Does that change? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Because it depends. Well, it depends on the criteria. I mean, if you talk about just straight-up views and Mm -hmm. that's it, Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm gonna have to drop down to four and a half stars on Alum Cave. Okay. Because it's pretty, but it's just a different type of pretty. I'm thinking four and a half too. Yeah. That day. The day was perfect. Getting out of Nero, finishing that class, and heading to the Smokies and doing that trail added to the effect, I think. But it felt like a five out of five that day we were climbing. And once we peaked Lacan, mm. felt so good. It was. It was awesome. Christmas tree tunnel. Yeah. Never forget. Um, if you guys want to and you're interested in these trips we're talking about, um, go to YouTube and look up Colorado in May. And you'll probably see the video. I'm sure. I'm pretty it's sure my name is Colton. Colorado May 2K19. That's what it is. Colorado in May 2K19. Yeah. And you can see me and Zach and another classmate, Justin, went on the trip. Um, we might do one for uh, the upcoming hike. Maybe we'll meet y'all out there on the trail. Have you heard Colton's country debut? Mm-mm. Dude, you need to hear it. Oh, I hadn't, I hadn't heard, I hadn't let uh, Joel listen to my country song yet. Colton dies and Colt. Colt's born. Rises from the ashes. Yeah. Cool. Just Colt. Um, if we get a, I'll, hey, listen, <laughs> if we get, what, I'll, I'll put that somewhere that yes. c- people can actually hear the song if we meet a certain criteria. What, what should the criteria We need that be? to happen, yeah. We'll keep it low if we have to. No, it needs to be good. Can we get shoot high? 50, Aim high. Can we get fifty likes? How many downloads? Of what though? No, let's get oh, downloads. Fifty, yeah, fifty, fifty, 50 or sixty downloads. But Listen. we've already done that. Our uh, first episode had a hundred something downloads. Yeah, but then we've been in the the twenties. We need to come back. We need to come back. We need resurrection. If we get more than we got the first episode. We're dropping Colton's new mixtape. Well, country, let me let me country mixtape. All right, <laughs> I'll say this: if we get um, what over fifty, let's say fifty or more downloads for this podcast, and if everybody that listens to it follows us on Instagram, because I'm an Instagram guy, and we only have like forty followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that needs to change. Somehow, uh, like maybe a hundred, because like we have enough followers on well, Facebook to make the switch. Followers, a hundred followers on Instagram. Colt. So once we get a hundred, you're gonna you're gonna drop it. I'll drop it. Okay. Forget the downloads. Yeah, hundred Instagram followers. Yeah. I drop the Colt country song. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Back Row Bros podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing about Antonio Brown and all of his injuries and about hiking trails and how Trey is no longer a member of the Back Row Bros, but we hope to see you have, have you, (laughs) we hope to have you back next week when we discuss some more PT topics.